What's up, people, and welcome to the I Am Conquering Mountains podcast. I have a very, 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 very special guest with me today. Uh, this uh, individual, she is a wonderful uh, entrepreneur. She is conquering uh, female entrepreneurship, uh, especially female entrepreneurship of color. Um, she is, her hustle is inspiring. Uh, she has been featured on several news outlets from CBS, NBC, Fox, even in Good, even Good Morning Arizona. Uh, she is the host of the Janine Hernandez Experience podcast. She has published not one, not two, not three, four, or five books, but she has published six. Six. Like I said, her hustle game is strong. Uh, she is the 2011 recipient uh, of the Mitch Aiken Mentor of the Year Award uh, for the new Pathways program. She sits on the board of Reach Family Services, <clears throat> which is a local nonprofit organization uh, that focuses on assisting families who are raising children with behavioral health and emotional challenges. She is a brilliant entrepreneur. She has her own company called the Book Publishing Academy, where she coaches and helps individuals reach their goal of becoming an author. Uh, and like I said, she has published six books, and I'm so excited to talk about uh, the work that she has done and the work that she is doing and inspiring people to take their story and put it in a book form. And I want to introduce you all to Miss Janine Hernandez. Thank you so much for having me. And wow, that was an introduction. Thank you. And I forgot one more thing. She even has her own day, her own oh, yeah. day, the proclamation by the city of Phoenix as Book Publishing Academy Day on April 16th. That is that's huge. Like you, you, you have done some things that many of us are aspiring to do. Like you are. You're, you're, you're setting the bar and you're raising those standards and you're meeting, you're knocking, tackling down those, uh, those objectives. Um, so you're doing a lot of things that many of us want to do. Oh, forgot to also mention that she has not only published six books, but she has also been a, she is also a number one bestseller. So she has done many great things. I got it all listed here. I can keep going. I can keep going. But she has done many wonderful things. I'm so excited to connect with her. I remember um, when I was when I had published my first book, and the way that um, uh, I connected with you was that, um, if you remember, I had reached out to you because I was I was actually looking for podcasters to try to make an appearance on their podcast um, to 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 promote my book, Conquering Mountains. Um, and that's when I reached out to you, and then we started, and I, and I asked you if I could send my book to you. You gave me some great feedback uh, for that as well. I'm excited to hear the things that you do for the Book Publishing Academy as well, too. Uh, but before we dive into those things, um, you've written six books, right? So what? Uh, um, how did you discover your passion for writing? I discovered it when I was a little girl. I've always been writing short stories and poetry, and I would write letters to my friends back in the 90s. Um, it was just my jam. That was what I used to do. And when I was about nine years old, I started to write my first book. I was like, I'm going to, I would tell my parents I'm going to be an author. This is what nice. I'm going to do when I grow up. And like literally my whole life, that's all I've ever talked about. Mm -hmm. So I've had this. This is what I was put on this earth to do, right. is to be an author and to help people publish. So that's kind of how I got started was when I was little. That's definitely a blessing. So you started writing your first book at nine. At nine. But, you know, back in the 90s, we didn't have the same accessibility that we do right, now. Right. You, you either had to go through a traditional publishing house or mm -hmm. not. 
And I didn't want to. I didn't want to go that route. I was very smart back then. I was like, nope, I don't want anyone to make money off of me. Nice. So um, we stopped the process of looking for a publisher. And it wasn't until I was about 26 that I published my first book. It's I, you know, I waited mm -hmm. a very long time. Yeah. So it was worth the wait. Um, what was the first book called? Through my eyes. It's a compilation of my poetry. Nice. Mm -hmm. nice. So you started at nine and then you went in 26 and then published your first book at 26. Yes. So for someone who is looking to write a book, like what are some things that they need to be prepared for um, when, they look, when they start to um, write their first book? I think um, when people start to write their book, they have this idea that it's everything's going to be rainbows and beautiful unicorns and it's just going to flow. And I always prepare people up front of like writing a book and publishing a book is it's not that it's hard, but you're going to overcome so many challenges and you have to be in the right state of mind to be able to overcome those challenges mm -hmm. because a lot of people quit. That's the problem. A lot of people uh -huh. will quit and um, they'll start writing their book. They might get writer's block or they might have fear. They might have, you know, the friends and family telling them that they can't do something mm -hmm. or maybe it's the financial investment. It's just so many things mistakes along the way and people will give up so i always tell people like you ready for this <laughs> right <laughs> you know you do you know what you're getting not, into <laughs> yeah do you know what you're getting into and i'm very transparent with people like it's not easy right. it's not easy and that makes sense because i remember when i was writing my first book i started in 2014 but i didn't publish it until what like five years later like 2019 uh yeah 29 august 2019 is when i published it so and i quit probably like 50 times before I actually say, okay, this is what I'm going to do, especially because yeah. of the type of book that I was writing. <clears throat> a lot of those things I had wrote about, I hadn't shared with anyone. Um, so I definitely can understand where people may kind of dive into it and think like it's going to be great. Now, yeah. do you also get, and I'll tell you why I'm asking you this and after you answer as well, do you also often have conversations with people about their goals when they um, publish it and they start to sell it? Yeah, I mean, I get a lot of authors that, that or people that have already published that mm. reach out to me and they're like, hey, I published a book. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. So I do. I talk a lot with authors about like, OK, let's create a game plan. Like, why mm. did you even start writing this book in the first place? What's your why? Who is your target audience? What you know, we talk about all mm -hmm. of that. Let's create a goal. Do you have a sales goal? Like, it's just so much because it's. It's so much bigger than just, okay, I wrote the book and now it's on Amazon. It's like, okay, well, what are you, you going to do now? <laughs> right. <laughs> I remember when I, and I asked that question because I remember when I published my first book um, and I self-published as well. Um, and I remember when I published it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be the best thing that anybody's ever read. People's going to fly off the charts. It's going to be in the bookstores. And then it's like, boom. <laughs> But yeah, you have to be prepared. Uh, you have to have a game plan. You have to have a sales plan. You have to have yeah. a goal. You have to be consistent, uh, motivated. Like there's just so much that goes into it. Yeah. So tell us about the Book Publishing Academy and how that and how you're helping people to navigate some of those barriers um, with quit with the, the, the thought of uh, getting past the, the quitting mentality or stuff like that and those barriers that come up. Um, how do you help people to navigate their way to becoming a pub published author? 
So the book publishing academy happened organically. I published, like I said, I published my very first book and then I would have people reach out to me and say, well, I want to do what you're doing. Can you coach me? So mm -hmm. I started doing one-to-one -one in person coaching. Um, but when I got to a point of like 12 people, I was coaching 12 people at the same time. Oh, wow. That can be draining. It's a lot for a person. Yeah. Um, so I was like, well, how do I help more people and scale this? in a way that it's not going to drain me. And I was like, well, what if I do virtual? So I started the process of um, creating an online academy. It's eight modules with over 75 different videos that will teach you everything that I know about book publishing and how to publish and how to sell. And um, so I, start, I started creating that. And then about five months into me launching it, the pandemic happened. Uh. And uh, <laughs> it, for a lot of people, the pandemic was... Um, horrible but for me it was a blessing because everyone was home and everyone wanted to write a book yeah a lot so, of time on their hands <laughs> yeah we went from like 10 authors to now we're over 75 authors. oh wow um and yeah i mean we do we talk a lot about mindset i think I, that's probably the number one thing that i talk with people about is mindset because mm -hmm. if you're not in the right state of mind it doesn't matter what you create you're not going to sell it you know what i mean right, right. um so we do mindset calls i do bi-weekly group calls with them as well i do one-to-one -one coaching calls um pretty much anything to get them to publish their book right. and finish their project yeah nice so it's not just you know they take the cut or they they sign up for the academy they go through the modules and that's it but they actually get you as well yep that's they nice get a part of me as well yeah. I, I i i bug them like hey did you do that where are you at <laughs> right. so, um and uh, some of them ignore me <laughs> but most of them they they appreciate it they're like oh my god She's like on it. She's on it and she reminds me of stuff and she holds me accountable. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the, so 75 authors, the total number of people you've helped publish a book? We have about 75 authors enrolled. I think we oh, have, wow. uh, I'm going off the top of my head, yeah. maybe about 20 that have published so far. Okay. We have a few bestsellers. Um, we've had some that have been featured on Univision, on CBS, on Fox, mm -hmm. on Good Morning Arizona. Like they're just doing amazing things. Yeah, I saw the, um, I don't know his name, but the one guy who, um, he's got a dope book cover, but he was, he made a post about him the other day. He uh, was on a news outlet for, I think, like Child Abuse Awareness Month or something like that. Yes, Walt McKinley. He's, mm -hmm. he's killing it. He's, um, yeah, he was on Good Morning Arizona talking about um, trauma, childhood trauma. Nice. Mm -hmm. So how many bestsellers? Have, now, first, let me ask this question. Um, do you use the same tactics um, that you teach people when you write your own book? Yes, I do. Um, I, I will say that it gets easier. Like my mm -hmm. last book that I wrote last year, I wrote it in three weeks. Wow. It was just, it was easy. I was like, I would write 10 hours a day for about three weeks, two and a half weeks straight. And I had a book in two months. You wow. know what I mean? So yeah. um, the process gets easier. You make the mistakes faster. <laughs> right. Faster. Um, that I teach, I preach, or I preach, I teach, right. I do it myself, yeah. So these are proven methods that you are teaching people when um, you're helping them to, or coaching them through writing their first, writing a book. Yeah, and I tell people all the time, I'm like, I've made all the mistakes myself so mm. that you don't have to make them, right? right? So if you just follow my process, I promise you it's gonna work. Man, I wish I had known about this when I was writing my first book. <laughs> I should have been researching it. 
Um, is that definitely what, now how long does it take the average person to write their first book when they sign up with the book publishing academy it really depends on the kind of book that they're working on um i've had some authors knock a book out in six months some mm -hmm. a year but it really it you know it depends some people hold themselves back or yeah. they have writer's block i have some children's books authors and those can be quick like it could be three months mm -hmm. so it just depends yeah. nice nice so you're, I mean, you are like, that's got to be like some rewarding work there that, you know, when you're not only publishing your own book, because I remember that war on the feeling when I finally published my first book, um, but also helping inspire other people to publish their own book. Like, how does that make you feel when you see the, the finished product of your, your authors? Their success is my success. Like, I feel like their books are my books. Like, they're my babies. So I get, <laughs> yeah. I get passionate. I get excited. Um, I celebrate with them. I just had an author. She she did a pre-launch, so she hasn't even launched her wow. book yet. She made $5,000 in one week. Oh, wow. Over, two, over 200 sales. So, I, you know, we went out. We celebrated. I just do. I enjoy it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I saw that you do, um, I guess, like a closing out celebration um, when people finish. I saw that it was like a dinner or something that you guys had. Oh. but she's uh -huh. also a friend of mine. So, and we hadn't seen each other in about two years since the pandemic. So we mm -hmm. were like, we need to go celebrate. So yeah, <laughs> we went out, we had dinner. I got her some gifts. Um, it was, it was a lot of fun. Nice. Nice. So now you have six books. Your recent book is the light in times of darkness. Yes. All right. So, uh, and for you all watching, this is the book, um, the light in the Yay. times of darkness. I've been reading this book. I haven't been able to put it down about halfway through it. And you opened up some, some interesting topics um, to discuss. Um, yes. I'm not going to dive into like what's in it because I want people to buy it. But I do want to ask you um, what led you to the title, The Light in Times of Darkness? The title, I was going through a really rough time in my life. I was... Mm -hmm. um, I was surrounded by someone that was extremely verbally, mentally, and emotionally abusive. Okay. And I was in a very dark place. Not me, myself, but that person had a cloud over me. Right, right. And um, it was probably one of the hardest things I have ever had to overcome myself. Mm -hmm. um, but in the midst of that, I was still a light. Like, I feel that I am a bright light that just shines. And when people talk to me, they can see that. They can see my excitement and my enthusiasm and all of that. So even though um, I was in that situation, I still saw myself as this bright light that was going to, like, shine regardless of how dark it was. That's, Does that make sense? Yes, that is, that's impactful, right? That's powerful because... A lot of times when people get into those dark, clouded situations, they don't see a way out, you know, and it it gets so cloudy and so dark that they can't find the light. But, you know, you recognize that you have that light in you. And regardless of the situation that you're in, you're still going to let your light shine. Um, and you talk about something in the book, if I can ask, um, something that was new to me, um, and it was narcissistic abuse. Mm-hmm. Can because you know when we think about like domestic violence, the first thing that people I think think about is physical, and then when you go you take back a layer, people go into the emotional, the mental, the financial, 
Uh, but when you talk about narcissistic abuse, can you share what that what that looks like? Narcissistic abuse can happen from anyone. It could be from a partner. It could be from a family member of, you know, a coworker, boss, etc. But basically, narcissistic abuse is when someone um, mentally and emotionally abuses you and verbally abuses you. Um, but they use tactics to diminish diminish you mm -hmm. so they use like manipulate they will manipulate you mm -hmm. and one of the biggest ones is that they will gaslight you and gaslighting means basically like let's say um i'll just give an example i had gotten cursed out one day right mm -hmm. and i'm like well why would you curse me out i didn't do anything and it's like right. well, i didn't curse you out you know and so it's like mm -hmm. it's um playing psychological games with your mind mm -hmm. and then you start to question yourself well well did that really happen right I sworn they, they you know and you start yeah. to com get feel confused and you almost start to feel like you're losing yourself because mm -hmm. this person is constantly manipulating you mm -hmm. um so it's a lot of emotional verbal and mental abuse and it can be very very heavy because you lose yourself in it so how did you maintain, you know, letting your your light guide you through that situation? Like, did you have any positive outlets that you utilized during that time? TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> That's a good one. I'll be honest with you. Uh, TikTok was a lifesaver for me because mm -hmm. there's a lot of people in on TikTok that um, make reels or videos mm -hmm. on um, abuse. And mm -hmm. so I started watching them. A lot of them are funny, too. So I started watching them and then recreating them. And then mm -hmm. in doing that, I was impacting other people. Like, I would get people that would reach out to me and say, oh, my God, like, I wish I had your strength. Or, oh, my God, wow. I'm going through the same thing. Or, you know, just asking for advice. And there was a moment where I, you know, I asked God, I, I told God, I was like, this feels so uncomfortable, me sharing and being so vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And God was like, do it anyways. And so... That is why I continued to just do TikToks and mm -hmm. um, share my story. And I ended up writing the book was because I knew that it was going to help other people. I feel that I went through that situation so that I can help others. It wasn't mm -hmm. for me particular, but I was the vessel to help other people, if that makes sense. It does, because a lot of times when people get into a struggle, and I'm a, a minister as well, a lot of times when we look at our own struggles that we're going through, we can ask ourselves, why me? You know, but it sounds like you took that and added, why not me, you know, and found your purpose in those struggles that you're going through. And why not me? <laughs> it's true. It's yeah. like, well, why? Why not? I, I know God chose me for this assignment mm -hmm. because who else? Who who else is better at uh, being strong and being a light and being able to help other people? Right. And I'm like, OK, I get it. God, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely had to understand that myself when I was working on, you know, my first book as well, because I didn't want to embarrass my family or, you know, really I was worried about my dad's reaction because of the situations that and the experiences that I had with my father. Um, but then I was like, well, this is going to bless somebody. You know, it's going to help some parent, some child, somebody who is out there who is struggling with, you know, some of the same things. So had you and you had started sharing your story um, before you wrote the book or when you wrote the book, was that the first time that you actually like kind of dove into some of those um, uh, experiences that you had? I was already sharing. I started sharing on TikTok and a little bit on Instagram. Um, and then I wrote the book 
and I was I was ready to write the book and to share my story. And uh, it helped so many people. It was it's crazy. Mm -hmm. I can't even explain it. I even had men reach out to me that were like, hey, I went through the same thing. But mm -hmm. a lot of men suffer in silence. A lot of men True. do not speak True. up about abuse. So it felt good that I was giving them a safe space, mm -hmm. you know, to say something and, and mm -hmm. feel heard like they were being heard. So the one thing I learned when I was in college um, and I was taking creative writing class and that's kind of when I discovered my love for like poetry and writing uh, song lyrics and stuff like that. Um, some of the, one thing that always stuck with me, my professor talked about uh, that writing is a great form of self therapy. It's very therapeutic. Do you feel like writing is therapeutic for you? And if so, how do you use your writing skills to kind of help you to navigate some of those uh, dark spaces that you get in? I feel, yes, it's 100% therapeutic for me. Every single book that I have written, it's because I've had an intuitive nudge to do it. Mm -hmm. um, so I start to get this feeling like you need to write a book. This is what it's going to be about. I let it sit and simmer, and then boom, it just comes out. Like this last book, like I said, I wrote it in about two and a half weeks. Mm -hmm. And I honestly, when I read back through it, I'm like, how in the what? Like, you <laughs> yeah. wrote that? You know what I mean? Right. It almost felt like, Someone was channeling the information through me, like mm -hmm. a higher being got someone right. was like, you need to, you need to get this message out. And I, I don't even know if it was me. <laughs> <laughs> I know to be writing like 10 hours a day. <laughs> yeah, it was therapeutic. That's good. That's good. I mean, I, I love to write because it helps me to kind of focus on the things that are, you know, the issue at hand. Um, it helped me. And I like writing because I get to navigate the story. You know, I get to not only share the experience of what it is, but I get to control the outcome. You know, I tell my students, I'm a school counselor, um, and I had a poetry club um, last year that I ran for my eighth grade students. And we used writing to kind of navigate some of the childhood trauma experiences that they were going through where they could share their story in a poetic form, but it also helped them to figure out how they're going to overcome those things as well, too. What kind of feedback do you get when you help authors um, publish their first book? <laughs> they tell me they love me. <laughs> like, they're, <just laughs> yeah. like, they, they're like, I have no words for you. That's pretty much all of them say mm. the same thing. They're super grateful for me. And like, they mm -hmm. just, you know, I just listen. I just, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> now, do you also edit the books for them as well? No. No? Okay. No. That's not my area of expertise. I have no desire to edit, so I outsource that. We actually have an editor. Her name is Samantha Smorleys. She's okay. from Smorleys Editorial, and she has been handling all of our editing. Thank nice. God for her. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So do you have other coaches as well, or is it? are you the main coach? I am the main coach right now, um, but I, I do want to bring on other people to help as we continue to grow because it is um, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I mean, especially when you were talking about 12 authors that you have to check in with, you got to call, you know, you got to email update, and then they call you and stuff like that. Yeah. So how do you take, like, and you, you created this online platform as well, and how has that been successful as well? It has been. Um, it's actually, like I said, ever since I launched it, we've been doing really, really well. Um, I just, you know, I'm in the growing stage of a business. It's that mm -hmm. scaling.
healing part and how do you get it from here to here? So I'm still learning. Um, it has a lot to do with like systems and funnels and all of that back end stuff. But yeah, we're we're growing. <laughs> and you have an event coming up. Yeah. Uh, can you tell us about your event? Our event is Sunday. We do a summit every single year. Um, we oh. bring on different speakers and panel speakers and they share different topics. So this year, um, the topic is called the journey to becoming an author. So they're going to be sharing um, just different different things like how to build your author brand, um, how to start the writing process, how to overcome self-limiting beliefs. Um, just, yeah, it's going to be mm -hmm. amazing. It is virtual um, mm -hmm. due to the pandemic. We had to maintain it virtual, but hopefully next year we'll be able to do something in person. Yeah, the pandemic has kind of messed up a lot of stuff for us, you know. Yeah, it has. <laughs> but it's been a blessing to you as well, too, you know, because... You got to inspire a lot more people with, you know, writing and publishing their first book as well. Yeah, it has been a blessing for us. I honestly, mm -hmm. yeah, it's been great. Yeah, and I'm, I'm so thankful that, you know, you are inspiring the world to share their story. Do you get a lot of first-time publishers, uh, writers? Yeah, I. that's mostly what I get is first-time okay. people that are like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> right. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you are the guru for writing books, and I'm so thankful that, you know, you joined us today and sharing your story um, by the book, The Light in the Times of Darkness. It's a beautiful cover, by the way, um, and I love the title because it's so relatable. You know, a lot of times we find ourselves in those dark spaces, and it's hard to see that light, um, like we talked about earlier. But, you know, like you mentioned, you know, we all have that light shining within us. You know, we just have to kind of find it and navigate it and let it, let it flow. Yeah. Like, I definitely appreciate you for joining me today on the I Am Conquering Mountains podcast. Thank you for all the things that you do. I definitely will probably be trying to sign up for the Book Publishing Academy for my next book so you can keep me on, on track and on pace and I don't stop. And, and hopefully, you know, um, you know, much, much more success comes to you um, in celebration of all the things that you're doing and will do for um, today's people. Thank you so much. I truly, truly appreciate you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Anytime. Uh, hang on while I stop the recording.